Advisory services offered through Boss Retirement Advisors, a registered investment advisory firm. Insurance products and services offered through Boss Retirement Solutions. The information contained in this material is given for informational purposes only, and no statement contained herein shall constitute tax, legal, or investment advice. The information is not intended to be used as the sole basis for financial decisions, nor should it be construed as advice designed to meet the particular needs of an individual situation. You should seek advice on legal and tax questions from an independent attorney or tax advisor. Our firm is not affiliated with the U.S. government or any governmental agency. They're published authors, registered investment advisors, fiduciaries, and have over 34 years of combined retirement planning experience. You've got questions about your money and your retirement, and they've got the answers. Welcome to Retirement Solutions Radio with Tyson Thacker and Ryan Thacker. When you retire, risk is enemy number one. And the most effective way to defend yourself against risk is through proper diversification. Now, Ryan, many people that we see that come into any of our six offices along the Wasatch Front think that diversification is just a mix of stocks, bonds, and mutual funds, but there's so much more than just diversifying your portfolio. Diversification will play a key role in other aspects of your financial game plan, including taxes, income, and investment returns. Welcome to Retirement Solutions Radio. I'm Tyson Thacker. We're so glad you're with us. And today we're talking along with my brother, by the way, which I already mentioned. (laughs) Good to be here. Say hi, Ryan. Uh, (laughs) And today we're talking about the most common mistakes investors make across the board with diversification, including the most expensive investing mistakes like getting gouged by taxes, losing your shirt in the stock next stock market correction, or not producing enough income in retirement. All of these things could have been avoided by doing one thing, which is proper diversification. And coming up in today's show, we're going to talk about how to avoid five diversification blind spots, including things like the shocking problem with saving too much money in your IRA or 401k, why most people are taking far more risk than they know, plus the danger of putting all your eggs in one basket. Ryan, what is blind spot number one? You know, blind spot number one is your investment allocation doesn't match your tolerance for risk. And what's interesting about this, Tyson, is, um, you know, there's an article from Morningstar that talks about the pitfalls to avoid. And, uh, you know, they range from the spectrum of being too conservative. So this is the right put it in the tin can and, uh, and bury it in the backyard to on the opposite way, having no idea how much risk you're taking because you're involved in one single stock or you're very little diversification. And if the market goes down, you're just going to get pounded. And so, you know, this blind spot, number one, what we like to help our families understand is it starts by understanding what your risk tolerance is. And what we find for many of our families uh, at Boss Retirement Solutions, we focus on helping families from you know, 55 to 70, uh, really get prepared to go to retirement and then all the way through retirement. And the biggest issue is always risk. And if your portfolio doesn't match your risk tolerance, well, that could be a significant uh, challenge for you moving forward. Because all you have to do is look back at time, 1987, 1990, 2000, 2008. And uh, these are these are time periods that you remember, but we get fat and happy when the market's been going up for 10 years and forget about those. That's right. In fact, 
Uh, we recently, as you mentioned, Ryan, celebrated the 10th anniversary for the longest bull market on record. March 9th, 2009, the S&P 500 bottomed out at 676. Investors have made a big amount if all you had your money in was the S&P 500. But of course, even there, you're not as well diversified as you think you are because the S&P 500, even though you think to yourself, well, that's a diversification of 500 different companies. But the reality is, is they're weighted really heavily towards just a handful of stocks. And so you're taking a lot of risk, right? That's exactly right. So, um, you know, the, the way that you can help protect yourself on this is to be able to have a plan and a strategy on measuring your risk. Right. Uh, we, have a, we have a tool that we call the risk and fee audit. And in this, in this analysis, what we do is we take your stocks, we take your mutual funds, and we take a look at those to see if it matches what you want to have happen. There's a terrible question, Tyson, that we have to ask every time someone comes in. And the terrible question is, how much are you okay with losing of your money? <laughs> right? It's a question we have to ask, but it's like, there's not been anyone that says, well, I would like to lose 50%. Right. I mean, no one's going to say that. But Tyson, we had a family that came in recently. Tell us about that family um, and how we help them measure their risk and dial that in. Yeah. So as we were meeting with this family, uh, we told them that we were going to be doing a risk tolerance check. And so what we do is we, we take a look at all of their different pieces of their portfolio. In their case, they had a couple of IRAs uh, for each of them. They had a trust account. Uh, they had um, a brokerage account together. They had um, several other IRAs that they wanted to consolidate into one IRA. They had a 401k. When it all boiled down to it, though, when we showed them in the second appointment that their risk score was a 60 and they were just about six months away from retiring, they were really surprised. Now, when we use the word 60, what that means is zero is the least risky, 100 is the most risky. So they were a little bit higher than, than midway, um, but their risk score was 60 and that was averaged throughout all of their different portfolios. What that really means to them, they had almost $900,000. And if the, there was going to be a correction like 2008, they would have lost about $208,000 at a 60 risk score. Ouch. That's not what you're planning on six months before you retire. So right? 25% of your portfolio automatically gone. You don't want to have that happen right before you retire. And, and so I think that's where when the market's been running up over the last few years, that's where a lot of people are not taking into account how much risk they're taking. And so as they came in and they said, we don't want to lose that much, what did they do? Well, we do a risk profile score where they actually, it's an algorithm that they follow that is going to help them understand what the difference is. And we reduced it to the point where they were only taking enough risk that they could lose about $30,000 over that same time period at the most. And so it totally changed the picture of how this was going to work for them. So is, if you're listening to this and you're thinking, I have no idea how much risk I'm taking what we'd invite you to do is come on in and take a look at your risk score. And I want you to think about this question. When was the last time you updated or rebalanced your investments? You know, for most of the families that we talk to when they come in and meet with us for the first time, it's been years, if not several years. And your investments may have performed well over the last decade, but it's a whole new ball game today. What goes up will come down at some point. And the chances are you're taking on far more risk than you planned on. And the single most important thing that you could do now is to update and rebalance your investments, including the investments in your IRAs, your 401ks, and all of your retirement accounts. 
but there's a right way and a wrong way to diversify your portfolio. We can show you the right way to make sure your portfolio is diversified while at the same time minimizing your risk. So if you've saved at least $200,000 for retirement, be one of the first 10 callers to schedule your initial analysis right now. Call us at 801-719-5066. That's 801-719-5066. If you're the type of person that wants to wring the most out of every nickel that you've saved for retirement, give us a call now, 801-719-5066. Diversification isn't just about a mix of stocks, bonds, and mutual funds. It also plays a critical role with income. And I'll share why when we come back. How will you generate income in retirement? Discover how to turn your savings into an income workhorse right here on Retirement Solutions Radio with Tyson Thacker and Ryan Thacker. When you hear the word diversification, you immediately think of investment diversification. But diversification is a whole lot more than just a mix of stocks, bonds, or mutual funds. This is a commonly overlooked pillar of financial planning that also plays a critical role in how you will generate income retirement. So in other words, if your eggs are all in just one income basket, that could turn into a financial disaster. Welcome back to Retirement Solutions Radio. I'm Ryan Thacker, along with my brother Tyson. We are the Retirement Brothers from Boss Retirement Solutions. And coming up in this segment, we're going to talk about some of the little-known strategies that could help you diversify your income in retirement. And Tyson, the, the first step of this is we talked about in the last segment about proper rebalancing and diversification. That was blind spot number two. And blind, or excuse me, blind spot number one. And blind spot number two is not consistently updating your plan. And one of the areas that we find that many people do not have a plan for when it comes to retirement is being able to have a properly diversified income plan that makes sense and is all tied together. Yeah. So when we talk about not updating your plan, the key to managing your risk is rebalancing. Here's a, here's a statistic from Fidelity, Ryan, and it's a quote as well. Rebalancing is a key to maintaining risk levels over time. And the goal of diversification is not necessarily to boost performance. It won't ensure gains or guarantee against losses. But once you target a level of risk based off of your goals, your time horizon and tolerance for volatility, diversification may prove the potential to improve your risk for level of return, unquote. What that really means in plain English is you've got to be constantly looking at this. You've got to be vigilant. Now, we talked last, last segment, Ryan, about how too many people have let, they put money into their 401k, they constantly are adding to it, but they don't ever look at, they have this big run up over the last 10 years in the market and they don't ever change or rebalance their portfolio. The second problem with that is they're always trying to beat the S&P 500. Yeah. When we talk about risk score like we did last segment, the S&P 500 is a lot more risky than you think. Um, and most people have no clue if they're trying to beat the S&P 500, especially in retirement, they're taking on way too much risk, which is going to lead to not having the right type of rebalancing that you need. Well, and so, you know, part of this plan, when the very foundation, um, I think we let's move on to blind spot number three, Tyson, and not diversifying your income. And so many people, they're planning on, okay, Social Security is going to be the base of my plan. Right. But 
the majority of families now do not have a pension and they don't have any other sources of income. So they have one source of income, which is Social Security. Now, that used to be good, but now Social Security is not on the same stable foundation that it used to be. Well, and even there, let's say somebody decides to take Social Security, but they want to wait until age 70. So what ends up happening is they start depleting their 401ks and their IRAs. Yep. And then all of a sudden, by the time they hit 70, they don't have any more money in that 401k or the IRA. And so then they're back to an unstable foundation of just Social Security again. So how many different pieces of an income stream do we really need? Well, we recommend three diversified income streams um, when it comes to planning for retirement, because this is just another form of diversification. In other words, you're not putting all of the stress on one single source. Um, so many families, there's a U.S. news article that talks about the 60-40 portfolio is dead in retirement planning. Basically, what it says is the old 60-40 having 60% and say the S&P 500, and then you have 40% in investment grade uh, corporate bonds. Yeah. The, the challenge now is there's, there's so much interest rates rising that forces bonds down. You've got volatility in the stock market. Having your main source of income coming out of the market can be like a roller coaster ride when it comes to just having your income. And so we look at the basics of making sure that what we call your paycheck is covered. So food on the table, pay for gas, transportation, make sure all of your housing needs are taken care of, and then paying for insurance, health insurance, life insurance. Those are the basics. That's the paycheck. We really recommend that you make sure that Social Security, if you have a pension, that that's covering those basic needs. And then you also have a plan for inflation with that as well. And that's you don't want those income streams to be going all over the place. Well, and let's talk about how this really isn't the 1980s where you could have a CD where you could be having a huge income stream coming out of that CD every single month Yep. because today it's a whole new ball game. Interest rates on a CD, for instance, right around 2% for most of them. So think about that. On a million dollars, 2% is going to give you $20,000 a year. Whereas in the 1980s, you could get up to 20% yep. interest, right? Yep. And um, so people are so nervous about where that income stream is going to come from. And um, there's this great article as well by Kiplinger who talks about how what they call decumulation, in other words, how you spend your money in retirement is really important. We gave the example just a minute ago of um, where you draw those funds from. When we do the Boss Retirement Blueprint and we say that we need at least three sources of income, Social Security, as you mentioned, is the foundation. A pension is great if you've got one. But what are some of the other sources that we could look to to be able to have income streams that are going to be able to help when we when we look at these three? So there's dividends that come from stocks. There are investment-grade corporate bonds, um, municipal bonds, REITs, which are uh, real estate portfolios owned um, on a commercial uh, basis, uh, reverse mortgages, commercial real estate, um, annuities. There's all different types. And I think you know, I, I think the important thing to remember, Tyson, is there is no such thing as a silver bullet yeah, in this any is one of these. And I'm just thinking of a family, uh, six years ago, they came in, big, big market guy. And he just absolutely, he, he thought, hey, the market's been good to me. He's a really good saver. So had had high income, was able to save a lot of money every year. And he was just used to watching the market grow, Do, wasn't putting any stress on the portfolio by taking out any withdrawals. And so he said, 
hey, I don't think I need any other income sources to market because when I look at my returns, if I just took out the gains every year um, out of the market, I think I would never even touch my principal. And so we have this conversation that we're having today about diversification of income streams. And he had Social Security is, is the main one for both him and his wife. And then he did not have any other sources of income. And I said, you know, what if we just take a little portion here? And uh, what if we create another diversified income stream? In this case was we walked through all those different ones. He's like, well, I don't want to use dividends in the market because I want if I'm going to diversify, I want to have a little bit outside of the market. So we just did this little diversification. The tool that we used on this was we did use an annuity. And um, I just got a call from him and he's like, you know what? I just love that this check, <laughs> no matter what the market does, just comes in every single month. And he's like, I want to, I want to, I think I want to add some more uh, income streams through annuities to this. And it was just a really interesting change to watch that change from six years. He was, the market was it. That was the only solution. And I just introduced this concept to him, this idea that, hey, this is, it comes every single month. You don't have to worry about it. And six years later, He's saying, man, I really love this diversification. And, you know, the end of, of last, uh, in December of 2018, he was like, oh my gosh, having that big drop in the market, I'm glad I wasn't still pulling out income yeah. streams because I didn't have to. I could wait it out and let my other money continue to grow. Just very, very powerful when you have diversification. Well, and we see that all along the Wasatch Front in our six offices. Um, every week, we're talking to our advisors that are meeting with clients. We're talking to our own clients and how big of a difference it does become when you actually have a plan, right? And, and they do feel that difference of, of these income streams that are diversified. After all, we live in a desert, and there's so many different water streams that come into the reservoir every single year. Yep. We've had a great uh, water year this year, but what happens when the market goes down and one of those uh, streams dries up? Yep. Uh, you've got to be able to do this the appropriate way. So I want you to listen really closely. Successful retirements, just like Ryan was talking about a minute ago, are not built on how much money you've saved for retirement. That guy had plenty of money saved for retirement, they're, but they're not built on just saving for some magic number. They're built on income. That's where that peace of mind comes from. They're built on your ability to generate income all through retirement. If you don't have a plan to generate income from different sources, it's the fastest way to run through your entire life savings way too soon. The good news is there are some surprisingly attractive options to generate income today. Options you probably don't even know exist in combination with how we put them together. We'll show you how to turn your current savings and investments into income workhorses all through retirement with our free income analysis. There's no cost. It's a simple analysis where you learn the different opportunities and options that can help you generate income all the way through retirement while still minimizing risk. To get this analysis, be one of the first 10 callers. And if you've saved $200,000 for retirement, give us a call right now, 801-719-5066. Again, 801-719-5066, 801-719-5066. It's one of the most overlooked pillars of financial planning yeah, it could wreak havoc on your nest egg. We'll reveal what that is coming up after the break. They say it takes 10,000 hours to become an expert. 
But these guys have nearly 75,000 hours of combined retirement planning experience. Show-offs. Welcome back to Retirement Solutions Radio with Ryan Thacker and Tyson Thacker. Is a big portion of your nest egg in an IRA, a 401k, or other type of retirement accounts? If so, you could be sitting on a tax time bomb that could decimate your retirement savings. Welcome back to Retirement Solutions Radio. I'm Tyson Thacker along with my brother Ryan. We are the Retirement Brothers, and today's show is brought to you by Boss Retirement Advisors. Today we're talking about how to avoid five diversification blind spots. And coming up in this segment, we're going to be talking about how tax diversification, maybe you've never heard of that before, but how important it is to diversify how you're moving your money around before you get to age 70 and a half could help you avoid getting clobbered all the way through the rest of your retirement years. Ryan, how do we talk about blind spot number four? Well, blind spot number four is you do not have a plan to diversify your taxes. And uh, when you think about what your number one expense is in life, most people will think it will be their mortgage or their health care, but it is actually your taxes for most of you listening to this. It's going to be taxes on your IRA, your 401k or other retirement accounts, taxes on your social security benefits, taxes on your investment income. In other words, it's going to be a field day for Uncle Sam unless you take positive, proactive steps to protect yourself right now. And the concept here is there is a big difference between tax preparation and tax planning. Tax preparation is something you do with your accountant or your CPA, um, or you fill out the forms on online on one of the uh, tax software, and you're just reporting what happened last year. But there's a whole nother one, Tyson, and uh, that is tax planning. What's the difference between tax planning and tax preparation? So you already mentioned tax preparation is what you do with your your CPA. Tax, prep, uh, tax planning is what you do year round, and it's what you need to do right now that you actually look through the windshield if you're driving down the road and you see 20, 30, 40 years into the future about how much you're going to be paying in taxes. And one of the reasons why we constantly say you have more control over your taxes in retirement than at any other time in your life is because we can help you to move that money from your 401k, your IRA, your other retirement accounts into other types of accounts where you don't have required minimum distributions anymore. And that's why I referenced the age 70 and a half just a minute ago is because that's when you're required to start pulling that money out and you have no control over it, which could, as you mentioned, Ryan, kick up a lot more taxes in your 401k because of those required minimum distributions as you withdraw that a lot more in your social security benefits because now you're paying it on all of your social security benefits plus a whole bunch of other investment income that you've never even thought about before because you're not doing the, the planning. Well, Time Magazine quantifies it. They say that a $2 trillion tax bill is coming due for baby boomers. And the reason why is because uh, most baby boomers have very little tax diversification. In other words, they have all of their money in their 401ks, their IRAs, their TSPs, their 403bs, all of their tax deferred savings account. And what happens is they have not prepared for the storm of what's going to happen when you have to pay 85% of your social security benefits, have that included in as just a gross income when the RMDs kick in. And, uh, you know, there's three different types of accounts that you want to diversify into. The first one is there's the taxed always, that's your brokerage accounts, right. that's your bank accounts. There's the tax later, which is the 401ks, IRAs, TSPs. And then there's the 
uh, the tax-free or what we call the taxed-rarely accounts, which would be your Roth IRA, interest from uh, tax-free municipal bonds, and certain types of life insurance. When you look at those buckets right there, we want to have diversification, not all of the eggs in one basket, just like we don't want to have all of the eggs in one investment basket. So let's use an example here. Let's say that somebody, this hypothetical situation, has got just over a million dollars. In this example, a million thirty-three thousand three hundred dollars, and they come in and they see us and they say, "What can you do from a tax planning perspective?" Now you think about what we talked about is required minimum distribution starting at seventy and a half. The average couple, one of you is going to last to eighty-five, and one of you is going to last to ninety in retirement. So if you go from seventy and a half to age ninety. There's a lot of required minimum distributions if you don't move anything out of your retirement accounts that you could be paying. In this example, for that 20 years, they're going to pay $443,154 just in taxes at their current tax rate. And that, that doesn't include a lot of, a lot of people would be like, well, that's your RMDs included. No, that's just your taxes, right? Yeah. And, and so then you get that money you pay the taxes on it, you put it into, let's say, a brokerage account. You still have to pay taxes on the gains. In this example, $209,332 in additional taxes just on the gains. And then lastly, you think, well, when I pass, there's no more taxes due. Well, the reality is, is the kids still have to pay taxes, still have to pay required minimum distributions. An additional total of $287,634. That's total taxes paid on that original million dollars of $940,140 in taxes. Ouch. And that does not include taxes on Social Security benefits. That's right. So then, Ryan, if we do some tax planning, how can we turn this around from that $940,000 in taxes? Well, this is when you look through the front windshield instead of the rear view mirror and you start saying, how can I minimize this? If you were to come up with a strategy that helps you get that into the taxed rarely or the tax-free bucket, um, that would drop the taxes down to about $300,000, Between those two, the difference between the, the person who plans and the person who doesn't plan, that total difference in taxes right there is $640,459. Now, I can think of a lot of things that I could spend $640,459 on. I'm sure you could too. A lot of vacations, a lot of fun things, making memories with the kids and the grandkids, a lot of service that you could go out and do. Being able to pay for your Medicare premiums, being able to take care of the, the healthcare costs so that you don't have to worry about running out of money and making sure that all of those things are there. That's right. So Ryan, what happens if you've been a good saver like that example? Well, here's the thing, is you're going to get clobbered by taxes in retirement. And the bottom line is your savings could be just a fraction of what you thought it was going to be. So if you've saved at least $200,000 for retirement, we've got some good news for you. We want to help you take a look at this forward-looking retirement tax analysis, because if you save 250000 this could save you tens of thousands of dollars. If you saved a million dollars or more, this could be several hundred thousand dollars that you're saving. So we want to help you with this uh, free tax reduction analysis. It's free. We're going to show you some simple strategies that you can take action on right now. So there's no cost or no obligation as long as you've saved at least $200,000 for retirement. Be one of the first 10 callers to schedule this initial analysis right now at 801-719-5066. That's 801-719-5066. Don't let the government punish you just because you've been a good saver. Call us now at 801-719-5066. 
Coming up next, we're going to be talking about why making investment decisions based on past performance alone could be such a huge mistake. We'll see you on the other side. They are your ambassadors of Quan. You're listening to the Retirement Brothers on Retirement Solutions Radio. You think you have a top performing mutual fund in your investment portfolio, but according to this article from the Wall Street Journal, most top rated funds turn out to be dogs. Welcome to Retirement Solutions Radio. I'm Ryan Thacker along with my brother Tyson. Today's show is brought to you by Boss Retirement Advisors. And we're talking about how to avoid five diversification blind spots. No one wants to be driving down I-15 and uh, not check their blind spot and get in an accident. Well, with your finances, we're sharing the five blind spots that you could run into um, in retirement. And the blind spots that we've covered so far are blind spot number one, your investment portfolio doesn't match your tolerance for risk. Blind spot number two, you're not constantly, you're not consistently updating your uh, investment plan with any rebalances. Blind spot number three is you're not diversifying your income streams. Blind spot number four, as we talked about the big one, not diversifying your taxes. And blind spot number five, Tyson, that we want to cover in this segment is, let's talk about this article from Wall Street Journal about not being able to have proper diversification, which creates blind spot number five of choosing investments based off of past performance, chasing the hot dot. Yeah, chasing the hot dot. So many people do it. And it's, it's easy when you look at a Callan chart, it's what we call a quilt or a Skittles chart, where every year you look and see what the best performing things would have been. And it changes every single, uh, every single year. And so what happens is people will uh, start talk, looking on CNBC or start reading the latest investment advice. And, and they'll say, okay, if, if that's what it was last year, that's what I want to put my money into. And there's this great article um, from the Wall Street Journal. It's entitled The Morning Star Mirage. And the Wall Street Journal looked at and lo- looked back at all these different mutual funds that, um, for instance, Morningstar has rated. So uh, millions of people, just like you, are are looking to Morningstar rating system to help them decide which funds to invest in. Because it sounds simple, right? One, two, three, four, five star. That's right. And um, it's nothing short than alarming. 88% of the funds, Ryan, were awarded the five-star rating. So you're thinking, okay, any of these five stars I could put into my portfolio, but 88% of them were underperformers over the next five years. So in other words, only 12% of the funds actually performed, right? That's right. And and when you look at it that way, it becomes a huge risk for you to to be able to pick the right stocks, the right mutual funds. And and when you think about it and compare it to, let's say Amazon, where you're trusting the Amazon ratings, you look at all these people who have said, yeah, I bought this on Amazon. It's amazing. So go ahead and buy it. That's what Morningstar starts to feel like because you're going to buy these underperforming mutual funds where you don't make any money. Well, and I think this is interesting. 10%, the Wall Street Journal article says, performed so uh, poorly that they were branded with a rock bottom one-star rating. Right after they were a five-star, they're, they're given a one-star rating. And you know, last year, for example, when you think about what the top performer was, 
the top performer was cash because the market was so volatile. Now, I want to repeat that. <laughs> Ryan and I were just looking at last year's top performers, and the number one was if you would have put it in cash. Yep. <laughs> now, think about that. We had, we had this great run-up most of the year in 2018. It all got wiped out at the end of the year. It all got wiped out at the end of the year, and people started panicking. And uh, so would you now say that the top performing one for this year is going to be cash too. Well, if, if past performance is any indicator, probably not. But when you also consider that we've had a 10-year bull market, well, maybe it should be. Well, but just look at the market. Um, so many people panicked at the end of the year and sold in liquidated funds. They're like, is this the beginning of the next crash? And then all of a sudden the market goes on a tear for the first part of this year. So the bottom line is this goes. This speaks to diversification. The Callan chart that you uh, referenced, their whole premise of the whole study that they've done on tracking these over different years is diversification matters and right. having allocation. Instead of trying to pick the hot stock or the hot fund, simply uh, have a well-diversified portfolio that you can make sure that as you go all the way through any market that you're being able to protect yourself from the, the big lows, also have some gains when the market goes up. At Boss Retirement Solutions, we like to say this, we want your investments to be boring so that your retirement can be interesting. And, you know, that doesn't sound, at the backyard barbecue, that doesn't sound very exciting. <laughs> In fact, it's the opposite of exciting. It's boring. But I can tell you this, um, this is what makes you excited as you go through retirement because so many of our families, they talk about, I'm not watching the, the financial news like I used to, because I know that I've got a well-diversified portfolio. I know that I've got a plan. I know that I've got a strategy and I'm not trying to chase the performance on every single fund. Well, this really speaks to something that we call low volatility investing, that when you come in and see us, we talk a lot about, and we show you the difference in your portfolio of how this could make a huge difference. Here's, here's the premise. You look again at the S&P 500, and if you look at 1990, 2001, 2002, you look at 2008, it doesn't really matter which down time period that we're looking at, you lose a lot of money in the S&P 500. Yep. And it starts to look like a roller coaster ride. In fact, somebody that I just talked to last week, they're like, I really feel like that it ends up being gambling when I try to pick the hot dot. Yep. And um, so... When you contrast that wild roller coaster ride of highs and, and, and low lows, and it takes five years to break even when you have a big drop in the market, wouldn't you rather not have to worry about that? And you're just looking at a portfolio that doesn't have as high of highs, but it also, more importantly, especially when you get to retirement, doesn't have as many lows so that you don't have to dig out of that hole. And we help you to calculate and diversify your plan. And the, the plan is the key because if you have an overall plan instead of just shooting from the hip and doing a 60-40 blend or whatever it is, then your money's going to last you a lot longer. Well, and I think back um, to 2001, you and I, uh, we both lost almost 50% in the technology uh, bubble. Yeah. We almost lost 50%. And at the time we were working in the banking industry, and I remember asking those that had been around for a long time, um, you know, what did you do to protect your portfolio? And this is this is coming from bankers, right? They're like, 
well, nothing. We just did this. That's just the way it is. That's the way the market goes. And these are families that were, you know, a couple of years out from retirement. Yeah. And um, it just, the, the critical question that we ask is, well, would you do that with the bank's money? Well, of course not. I would never take that much risk with the bank money. And the, the alarm that went off in our head is, well, then why take that much risk with your own money? Right. And this was the beginning of where we saw the power of the low volatility strategy. And because the power of the low volatility strategy is if you never have huge lows, then you don't have to dig yourself out of the hole, as we mentioned, like the banker did, like even we did way back when. Yep. And so it's a contrarian strategy because what ends up happening is you end up being a better steward over your money because there ends up being a lot more money sitting in your portfolio. And the other piece to it is when you start drawing money out of the portfolio, which all of you need to do during your retirement years, because income is key. If you pull it out in a down market, that money is going to last. So it's, it's going to be short. You're going to, in, in the example we use, when you come in and see us, you're almost running out of money in 15 years after starting to draw money out of it. If you're not using a low volatility strategy, whereas what are the three principles, Ryan, that we talk about in our firm that are really the foundational principles of how we make this work for folks? Well, when you look at when you look at what most people really want, they say number one, protect what I've worked really hard for. Yep. Number two is they want to make sure that they have some income coming out, which is the withdrawal side of, of the portfolio. And then number three is they want to minimize taxes. If you just take those three pieces right now, it's going to accomplish number four. Goal number four for a lot of our families, they want to keep the money in the family. They want to keep that money. They've worked 30, 40, 50 years Maintain that principle. They want to keep it in, in the family. And the low volatility strategy is one of those strategies that uh, can help you be able to make sure that you can accomplish as many goals as possible. Think about this. If you lose 50% in the next market downturn, it takes 100% gain just to break even. And folks, you may not, if you're taking money out of your portfolio, you may not have enough time to be able to get that back. And that can have a big impact on your retirement. So here's the question. When was the last time you updated or rebalanced your investments? For most folks that come in and see us, it's been years. Your investments may have to perform uh over the way that your investments have performed over the last decade, and for mo most of you, you feel like, oh my gosh, there's hardly anything that I've, I've really had a return, or maybe you've had a great return, but it's a whole new ball game today, and chances are you're taking way too much risk in your portfolio as you near retirement. The single most important thing that you can do right now is update and rebalance your investments, including your investments in your IRA, your 401k, and your other retirement accounts. Here's the key. There's a right way and a wrong way to diversify your portfolio. And we can show you the right way to diversify your portfolio that will make your money work for you instead of taking so much more risk. So if you've saved at least $200,000 for retirement, be one of the first 10 callers to schedule your initial analysis right now at 801-719-5066. Again, that number, 801-719-5066. If you're the kind of person that needs to make the most out of every dollar you've saved for retirement, give us a call, 801-719-5066. Thanks for listening today. And remember, retiring successfully day today doesn't happen by accident. It starts with a plan, the Boss Retirement Group.